You're listening to The Classic Podcast. Hi, guys. Hey, guys. Welcome to a new segment on The Classic Podcast, Seeking Normality. My name is Susanna, a current junior, and this is my co-host. Ryan, also a current junior at Townsend. Okay, so on this episode, we will be covering the topic of the recent three-foot rule enforced by the CDC. Uh, so on Friday, March 19th of this year, the CDC announced their endorsement of the new three-foot rule in classroom settings. Uh, one point that really stood out to me was when they say, and I quote, in elementary schools, CDC recommends all students remain at least three foot apart in classroom settings where masks are universal, regardless of whether community transmission is low, moderate, substantial, or high. So, yeah, I so, don't know. Ryan, like, how are you feeling about this? Because I know that there's such a great divide amongst parents, students, and teachers, especially about this new rule. Yeah, I don't know. I Personally, I think it's really concerning that they're endorsing such a rule uh, in communities where transmission rates are high. What really confuses me is that the CDC endorses the three-foot rule in elementary, middle school, and high schools, even if transmission rates are low, moderate, or substantial, but continues to endorse the three-foot rule in elementary school environments, regardless of whether community transmissions are high. Uh, and to me, this is really concerning just because of safety, you know, like, I don't understand the reason why they would endorse the three foot rule in elementary school environments, even in communities with high transmission. It doesn't make sense to me why they would endorse it there, but not in high schools and middle schools. It's like, what is the difference between high schools and middle schools that you can't endorse the three foot rule in communities with high transmission, but you can endorse it in elementary schools. So it's like, what is the reason for that? Um, that's so concerning to me that they only endorse it for elementary schools and not for middle schools and high schools. So I don't know. I'm a bit iffy with it. Um, yeah, I mean, but, but like, they are the scientists, you know? So. Yeah, that like studies have come to show that uh, transmission rates like among younger children is actually lower. And it's kind of interesting, though, because in New York City, uh, with this new, like, going back to school, like, opting mm -hmm. in, for now, like, only elementary schools will be switching to the three-foot rule. So, we're, yeah. <laughs> it's like, we're kind of testing it out on them first. But that's also understandable, because when, in, like, September, when they yeah. had that entire system, what was like closing down? What's which schools are closing down the quickest? And that was high schools. That is true. High yeah. schools were closing down pretty quickly. Uh, that there were like the only stories that I were hearing. Um, there were still elementary schools that were shutting down, of course, but the ones that shut down the quickest were high schools. So that is a fair point to bring up. Um, yeah, and, and as you brought up, transmission rates are lower in really young kids. So. I don't know. No. I, I think it's still concerning. Yeah. And like that, that concern is like shared by like many families because uh, like according to one New York Times article, uh, they're like a large number of families that don't want them to go back in. They don't want yeah, their children to go back in. That's completely understandable though. You know, yeah, that's completely a, understandable. A, a statistic, like the families of about 650,000 of the city's roughly 1 million students have decided to have them continue learning from home 
through the yeah. end of the school year in June. And like you and I are both doing that. Uh, yeah. You're not opting in. I'm not opting because, in. Because I, I don't know, like originally I 100% wanted to do blended learning. Like I wanted to see my friends in school. I wanted that feel of in-person learning again. But everyone told me like that environment isn't going to be the same even if we do hybrid learning. Uh, and I was like, that's true. And of course, the safety of, you know, I don't want to catch COVID. I also don't want to go back to a normal schedule of in person and then have school shut down a week um, later. And then, you know, I'm back to online learning. And then maybe a month or two after we've recovered um, or community transmissions go, go down, I go back to in school and then schools just shut down a week again, like a week. Yeah yeah it's it just doesn't make insert. sense like it's, in it's not logical to, for me to go there. no and most students like when they go in all they're doing is just sitting on a laptop and joining the zoom call that we're all part of and that's also because of the lack of teachers because you can't have two teachers teaching one yeah, class at the yeah. same time i think that a lot of people were uncertain with whether or not it was going to be like like you said um like the different cohorts and also yeah, if you're yeah. going in five days a week, two days a week. But I know that um, New York City has started pushing for five days a week to keep really? students going in. Super interesting here. But they also are still maintaining just their regular testing. And that's understandable, too, because, you know, they're prioritizing our health and safety, which is really important. But like you said, it's kind of interesting to see that in an environment with uh like elementary school students they're enforcing that three-foot rule even if transmission is high and yeah it's confusing it is it's... confusing because these students are also going home to their their parents and what if so their grandparents you know yeah. people that are really susceptible to the effects of covid and you know it's like we want to make sure that safety is a top priority we don't want to play it you know, as close to the line as possible. We want to play it as safe as possible while pushing towards normality, of course. But I don't know if endorsing the three-foot rule, whether community transmissions are high in elementary school settings, is the safest play. Um, I mean, And I personally believe we should always take the safest play. Yeah, that definitely. I mean, but CDC is also saying that the six foot rule should be ma maintained when like masks can't be worn. So when you're eating or in common areas such as like school lobbies and auditoriums where there are just so many people <laughs> at one yeah, time. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that and community settings outside of the classroom. That's very interesting because we're kind of seeing that inside the classroom where everything is enclosed, you have that three foot rule, but then in community settings outside of the classroom, they're urging for six foot, for the mm. six foot rule to be maintained. Uh, for To me, I don't understand the logic between that because I, I would believe that in an open environment, you wouldn't need to maintain such a large distance but again I, I i do see their perspective of the idea like wind playing a factor and just the general weather and environment and how that could play a role in the transmission of COVID 19 but i don't know there's a lot there's a lot of things that are really iffy about the three foot rule and then you know whether you should maintain the three foot rule in 
X setting and or whether you should maintain the six foot rule in Y setting. It's like, where do we draw the line between where a situation should be used, where the six foot rule should be used in this setting and a three foot rule should be used in this setting? Because, yeah, they do lay out like a general outline of like, okay, when you're eating, right? Six foot rule should always be maintained because your mask isn't going to be warm when you're eating. But um, in elementary school settings, in like these very controlled environments, a three foot rule is, you know, completely safe. Um, but I don't know. I feel like there is still some kind of ambiguity whether or not you should use a six foot rule or the three foot rule. But hopefully that does change in the future. And we do see more of like a fine line um, of or just maybe we just don't ever need the six foot rule anymore because of the push of vaccines um, and everything. But of course, we want to make sure that safety is the top concern. So if we ever need to go back to the six foot rule, I would be completely okay with that. And I'm sure a lot of families um, would also be completely okay with that. Yeah, I, I mean, it's also kind of interesting to see, though, because we're scientists are reporting that more children are catching COVID. And, and that wasn't that common in let's say like last year is more yeah most it, was, it was still there but it was more prevalent in, in adults and like you're showing heavier symptoms but now it's kind of shifting and that's also coming from the, these new covid very covid 19 variants but now we're seeing like the three foot rule the like going just back in and yes the study was conducted through different like counties they looked at different schools but how yeah. relevant is that information going to be for, let's say, when we come back into September? Yeah, I don't know. It's very hard to kind of predict what the future is going to be like. But I think we honestly just need to see how everything is going to play out when it comes to the three foot rule, um, whether we're going to go back to the six foot rule, whether the three foot rule is going to start being enforced, even in settings where the six foot rule was um, usually going to be endorsed. So I don't know. I think we gotta gotta hope for the best and hope that when we do go back into school in September, that we can go back to as normal of a high school environment as was when we were sophomores or when even when we were freshmen. You know, because even in sophomore year, our year was very. It was like cut it was short. weird because you know, like during yeah. January and February when COVID started to kind of. Um, become prevalent in society you know there was a lot of fear in between us and there were a lot of people that were just like what happens if covid comes to our school you know would would we also get a shutdown because then we saw like oh china's having um a shutdown what happens if it comes to the u.s so there was still like that fear so i think that it's better to try to seek a normal life compared to when we were in freshman year yeah. where it was like there wasn't even a thought that there would be a pandemic. And it's kind of like the only kind of stresses we had were about school and was, not just about catching a virus that could potentially kill the ones we love. It was like such a hot topic, especially in March <clears throat> when we were like uh, March 13th when school oh, shut down. March that 13th was, was a nobody terrifying took it, Nobody took it seriously. I remember the day prior, I was at flag football practice and 
I'm just like over here like elbowing people as like a joke I'm like haha like the Vlasio did that and then we see all of this happen and that's just crazy to think that we were so close to everybody people were still riding public transportation even after school shut down people were still close to each other nobody was like really wearing masks exactly everyone was like really hesitant but our perspectives kind of changed on all of this because yeah, when it was definitely changed when it was in april everyone was so scared to go out everyone was like trying to buy n95 masks those were like selling for so much and now we still are taking it seriously but people aren't as scared as before and yeah i definitely like there is I think that's there's less of the stigma um yeah. just in our overall society and people are trying to forget about it but it's like it's still here <laughs> yeah of course i i think most people are trying to forget about it just because of it's not something it wasn't fun right when last year you know april may june when we were all so terrified of going out like of course that fear was for our own safety right having that fear would keep us safe and would make us you know not want to go outside would make sure that we were more than six feet away from our friends even though the cdc was like you could stay six feet um, from the people that you want to be with but we would stay even further because we were so scared of like you know what happens if i have it i don't want to give it to uh my friend and i don't want them to transmit it to their family you know we we had that fear and that fear was good but i also think it shows like progression and that's obviously what we're striving for right we don't want to stay stuck in this pandemic we want to keep moving forward and i think that's why um Although the three-foot rule is really iffy to me, I still think it is an amazing way of showing progress through this pandemic because of how much harm it has done to our society. And even our shift in perspective, it shows how much we're trying to move on and how much we're trying to progress after all of the stress, all of the anxiety that this pandemic has caused us. And I don't know. I think it's really important that we kind of are taking a step forward and we are trying to go back to what was normal or at least attempt to go back to what was normal, you know? No, for sure. And I think that like going back to like health and safety is really what we're trying to prioritize right now. For sure. And I know that like so many people, parents especially, are kind of wondering like how school's gonna look like especially with the three-foot rule and actually like in a press conference that was like held on march 22nd um dr varma who is with de blasio Mm -hmm. said the following so we are going to do everything we possibly can as the mayor has said to get as many kids back in school and maximize their health and safety um so a couple of important points we've already established that we can conduct in-person schooling safely and as we know we've adopted a gold standard that has been you know uniformly effective Uh, but we also know that we do need to get more kids back in school because health is not just about preventing covid it's about all of the other social and emotional development that occurs in a school setting so we're going to do everything we possibly can to ensure that we maintain the uh, the health and safety standards that we have set, and that includes adopting a three feet standard in the schools. And then where there are settings where we need to shift to six feet, such as when children are eating, we're gonna do everything we can to possibly make that happen. He's really prioritizing health and safety and they're really pushing for more kids to go back into school. And I don't know if everyone's gonna wanna do that. Like some people yeah. are still gonna be hesitant. And I know that 
de Blasio mentioned before that they might have remote learning open for those that don't want to opt back in, but it still seems to me that they're really pushing for everyone to go back. Yeah, um, I don't know. I felt I feel like this pandemic and you know with online learning a lot of people especially people who are who tend to be more um conservative tend to be very um keep to themselves very introverted. introverted yeah they they liked online learning they didn't they don't like the kind of social pressures that are in in-person school and that's perfectly fine you know there are different types of people and i completely understand that um some people are just better suited for online learning and so and say even too. when this yeah exactly even teachers they they they, they work it. better in an environment like this but yeah, especially like uh i know that senor castillo in in my spanish conversation class he's always like i i prefer remote learning i like teaching from the comfort of my home but then you have other teachers that are actually going into school, like Mr. Owens, who yeah. sits in an empty classroom and teaches. Yeah, I have um, I have Mr. Lee, and Mr. Lee, every time we have uh, violin practice, he always mentions to us how much he misses us and how he he wishes, like he truly, like genuinely wishes that he could see us in person and could see us actually practice with him and he could have those you know little social interactions where there's just us walking down the hall um and he just says hi how you doing uh you know like just small talk just to catch up with us or just me first band you know sitting there dull because it's first band um with my violin and just you know Love to see just it, seeing right? my face you know like it's those little things that sometimes make a teacher's day right yeah we take things for granted but i i think that by september like we kind of will go back to a little bit of that normal feeling i mean like the mayor said <laughs> that like the school system would be operating at full capacity in september i think it's which would it's allow really them. ambitious yeah. to predict that but that's like, what they there's want. so many months before september it's like how ambitious of a statement to say that we definitely will have like a five-day operating schedule um with all if with most if not all students in the school building it's like that is a very ambitious statement to make it really um, is so and, personally like, i think it's so early to say a statement like that no for sure but like then another question that kind of like come comes into play is uh how many people are going to be following this rule you know that is it's true it is true um because i don't think it's like people will willingly break the rule i think it's like more of people will accidentally break the rule you know like you're eating um and then you're you're spaced out with your friends up. and you're talking and then i don't know maybe you you break that six foot rule you know unknowingly because like i don't know you might go people want something to, out without yeah or just yeah yeah or just even like you know people want to go back to as normal of a life as possible so maybe they they'll like unconsciously break the six foot rule just because they really want that kind of normality back of you know being next to your friends having that kind of jam-packed lunch table and having those you know really just fun conversations where everyone's next to each other you're basically breathing down each other's necks but i don't think it's obviously going to be to that extent but 
there are definitely going to be people that are going to break the rule but i don't think intentionally um yeah. and like i i mean sports are back that's yeah. something else and that's kind of it's interesting because does that mean that we'll be having our school activities back as well by september yeah, and later we talked february about it before, um yeah, how we really like our school activities like we love our school activities it's what makes our school so amazing right yeah, it builds so, community exactly so we have like such a large following in key club um the key club meetings they happen once a week but it's just really it's a good way to catch up with your friends you know when i was in key club uh in person it was just really fun to see all my friends just show up to the key club meeting right uh and just talk to them catch up with them be like oh did you take that test how was it was it really hard and they're like yeah it was hard i was like yeah that's hard too it was so hard for me too or just those little interactions i'll be like you know you see a friend that you don't even have in one of your classes and you're like oh my gosh how are you and that's like that one week that one day of the week that you just get to see them it's like oh my gosh how are you and then you kind of catch up with them in those key club meetings it's those social interactions and in every single club it's not just key club it's literally every single club where you know either you're meeting a new person you you're seeing a friend uh you're talking to your the club advisor which is a teacher usually you know it's just like these little things that really make school amazing so yeah, for sure it's and like will we get that back you know ryan i i think that we're not the only people that are actually wondering that i think that yeah i know it's just that like no i don't but, know i really miss but that's that's it. actually gonna lead us into what our next segment is gonna be about ryan you yeah. want you want to talk about it i know you're yeah, so I excited about it. about it okay so next week uh well not not next week but of course our next episode we're going to be talking about sports uh and then addressing school events so we're going to be addressing things like fun and sing um and hopefully we're going to have some guests whether it be you know maybe fun leaders maybe school club event leaders. leaders so yeah club leaders sing leaders and people that have already participated in sports because we know that uh i know track had their practice yeah i'm having yesterday. practice as well so it's yeah so it's gonna be interesting, interesting to hear about like everyone's experiences mm -hmm. uh what it's like to go back to practice uh how it's different than practice before yeah. you know before the and pandemic looks now and what we think it will look like next year future. as well yeah i know your score isn't starting ryan but yeah my score has not started i think that we'll hold off for that but, but yeah um, we'll see you guys in the next episode. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs>